A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Uh, 405, Flounder 405. Oh my God, look out. Stand by. <laughs> no, you can sit. It's okay. Pete Davis is standing, ladies and gentlemen. It's unbelievable. It's, we bring aboard Neil Bartz. Oh my God, Neil, how you doing, man? Where are you and how's it going? What a class outfit you are. <laughs> my dingling. That'll be the day. <laughs> you know, that from somebody that's been playing Where's Waldo for the last 20 years? Well, in fact, I will tell you this. We were actually going to come out with a whole different artist, and Flounder said, you know what? Let's come out with my dingling. A great idea. Because Neil Borges I figured is next. Neil would have a comment on that versus the Sex Pistols. So. There you go. Anyway, how's it going? Are you driving around or uh, uh, no, in no, the no, area? no, no, no. No, couple of, couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. We just we just got back from uh, late lunch or early dinner, however you want to phrase it. And uh, once again, I'm the special. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking out at the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, not man. much, not much surf today. Really? Wow. You know, but uh, it never had I, much surf where we in Benita Springs, my parents' place. And I don't remember much surf. I mean, it was nice. You could go play in it, but it wasn't like it was five foot waves or anything in that. Oh area. no, 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 no. Yeah. But you know. Uh, did you have Germans and banana hammocks in, in Bonita Springs? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, these freaking foreigners, man. They think that this is stylish in America. Oh, my God. I look like those highlight players' little scoop cup that they're wearing for bathing suits or something. Yeah, it's just fanny flossers. I mean, what's the matter with the... You know, it's... it's oh, I don't mercy. Know. Oh, uh, by, by the way, you yes. mentioned Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Now, I, I floated this uh, theory uh, a week, couple of weeks ago on the air in the morning with that gang. Yeah. Uh, I we listen to you every Tuesday around 725 or so every Tuesday yep, morning. Yep, yep, yep. And they repeat it on Wednesday we morning at 630, by the way, for the record. A magnificent uh, example of Stockholm Syndrome going on in this country right now. Yep. <laughs> Blacks and Democrats. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I mean, the Democrats... Uh, have just completely owned uh, the the black electorate in this country, in spite, in spite of yeah. the destruction they visited on the black family structure and black culture. Uh, I mean, where do you where do you think all the the seventy percent of uh, black children that are born without a father in the house? Where did that come from? Yeah. It came from Lyndon Johnson. That came from the, the Democrats. Great society and, trying to make it better, put everybody in housing projects. It got so dangerous, the cops wouldn't even go in there. And it yeah. seemed like a whole separate society, and it was the worst of all possible things to say, guess what, girls? The more babies you have, the more money we're going to give you. Uh, who so who they, didn't they, think that was going to be a disaster? They destroy the black family uh, culture, yeah. and they're rewarded with undying loyalty from black voters 
And you, if if that's not Stockholm syndrome, then I I don't understand the meaning of the word. You know, uh, uh, just yesterday I mentioned I, I mentioned this, and it's in the news again today with uh, the uh, Fulton County floozy, Fanny, the district attorney. The first thing she did when she got caught being a side piece. By the way, can you imagine the balls on this guy Wade that he turned the prosecutor into his side piece? I mean, my God. Anyway, so so well, Fanny the floozy. If, if you will <laughs> forgive me in yes. my name. Naples lifestyle. I don't really care to imagine his ball. <laughs> well, but but here's I mean, I, speaking of you know owing uh, the uh, the black people and and the and the Democrats. The first thing that Floozy Fanny did when she was accused of being attacked because she was uh, sodomizing her her black lawyer aide that she hired for all that money. She said, "Well, I, I actually hired three aide uh, staff members, and they never went after the other two because they're white. They only went after them, him, and me." because we're black. Here we go again. I thought that had ended. Use and she did it in a church pulpit. She went well, to the church know, pulpit to complain about racism once again. Here with church black racism. Boom 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 and they're trying to pull it off again. And she by the way today, I don't know whether you heard where you're trapping around. She uh, today said she's not going to recuse herself from the Trump case. Well, I mean, that 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 complaint was so obvious, God. Uh, so obviously ridiculous. Nobody had the nads to step up and say to her, yeah. hey, Fanny, yeah. is it possible they went after this guy because he was the one you were discussing the Big Bang Theory yeah. with? Right, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, you know, they... It's unbelievable. They I wouldn't mean, do that. Well, no. again, uh, and she used the church pulpit. The first comment she had about this scandal was to go to a church and 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 claim racism sitting standing in the pulpit of the church. I mean, it's just, it's typical, and it's not... It's still going on. Well, just don't tell me you're surprised. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm offended, okay. honestly. Hey, by the way, yeah. uh, uh, I noticed that Trump is now saying uh, that those uh, blood marks on his hands were actually put there by artificial intelligence. You know, uh, what was the deal? I, all of a sudden that popped up. I think that was like a couple of years ago or uh, sometime in the no, past. It was, it, and, and just recently, a couple of days ago, all of a sudden social media had a thing about Blood. I never really got to the bottom of it. What What's the latest well, on that? Do you know? I I don't know where they came from. It could have been. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could. Yeah, I mean, it, it it From my memory, it looks very much like self abuse. But anyway, <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, and I don't know where it started. I don't know who. I mean, what what reason it came? I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> I I don't either. But. Uh, as long as he's blaming artificial intelligence, at last we have an explanation for his hair. <laughs> you know, I, honestly, even to this day, I'm really amazed that he still has that hair, that basic hairstyle. I, I, I th- it would have been a perfect opportunity for him to change it. It's got to be a real pain to do that to your hair every day. I mean, that's not a natural placement of hair follicles that go like that on their own. You know what I mean? But now, wait a minute. minute. Are you totally convinced that that's something he does to his hair, or is that something he puts on in the morning? Oh, I don't think it's a... I think he had a hair transplant. I think he had a whole bunch of them in the back. That's why when the... If his hair goes up in the back, he he tries to hold it down because you can see the little holes in the back. And there's no... He has another... When you... The hair transplant, they take from the back and the sides. And the first place they go is from the back because that's where the most hair is on guys who are going bald. Back still stays. Take your your word for that. Well, it's true. (laughs) And so so they're... On the back of the head of a hair transplant guy, if they've done a lot of them, uh, they have the hair going in the back. But if you lift up that kind of that flap of hair, there's nothing under there. 
So, and, and I've seen that before when the, that he doesn't have a lot of hair under the back part of his hair. So, but I don't know. Now, I, I don't know. I don't really care, but I think it's, you know, you it's do know that all men are born with the same number of male hormones. You know that, yeah, don't you? I think it, okay. it well, I, th- I think, I thought that when you, uh, guys like me who lost their hair, and I think you got a little thing there too, because we had too much testosterone. Well, the fact is, we had something to use our hormones for other than growing hair. <laughs> Good point. Pete Davis, I mean, we're all right here. <laughs> Does anybody on your staff there actually got hair? Uh, Flounder's got a little hair left. He's, he's losing a little, uh, but he's still got... Well, I got, I got a full head of hair. Yeah. You know, I guess I, uh, I should realize that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you in any way. I'm sorry. He's got a great head of hair. I, I, <laughs> well, what, what about D-squared? Uh, who the hell's D-squared? Oh, jeez. Double. I don't know who David you mean. Dickey. Oh, the boss. Oh, I don't. I, I, I said, no, uh, he's got. He's got. A, he's got. A, he's got a full head of hair. No, I, your royal magnificence. I, I go by R M. I don't go by D G. Beautiful blue. Beautiful blue. Yes, your royal magnificence. No, I don't go by double D stuff at all. No, yeah, but I, if I had your money, boards, I could probably get away with it. But if we, you know, we are way far apart on the old double D moniker. I can promise you. Never in my life have I. Yeah, you know, I was raised in a Marine Corps family, yeah, I, and, yeah. and and my father was just adamant about me having a buzz cut, oh, crew yeah. cut all my life. Me too. Then I went yeah. to Texas A&M. Guess what? Crew cut. Uh, never in my life have I had enough hair to do anything with. Yeah, me either. Me either. You know, so, and, and <laughs> so I I don't see the, it's. I don't see how it can be at all useful. I really don't. Well, I wish I had a great head of hair. I mean, even now, like, it's going to make a difference, you know, like I'm trying to attract chicks or something. But, I mean, I wish I had a great head of hair. And, frankly, I'm amazed of all the things that we have invented in this country or in this world, for that matter, since, like, the 1900s or the 1850s or whatever, Industrial Revolution, whenever before that started, of all the things, space travel, AI, all this stuff, how is it possible that they don't have a cream that you can put on your freaking head and in 20 12 hours, you got a head of hair. I okay, mean, seriously. Question. Yes. Which would you rather have? Would you rather have the Kimmer's Magic Cream <laughs> or would you rather have Viagra? Well, if you don't need Viagra, I'd rather have my cream. <laughs> How old are you now? I'm, I'm 77, but I read at the 80-year-old level, so a little respect. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, how is it possible that nobody can vent the cream that makes the follicles not die? Seriously, now, uh, I, I need I need some help with an argument. All right. The, the queen and I were at lunch. Okay. And uh, we got curious about the the eagles, and they're on this uh, honest to god final tour right now. <laughs> so we were we were wondering if they're anywhere near us. Now nobody comes to Naples. Okay. The last person we saw in Naples was Johnny Mathis, but uh, so I, I've did discover the eagles were going to be in orlando okay uh yeah but i somebody needs to help me with donna i don't want to go to an eagles concert i don't want to go to anybody's concert <laughs> and she does is that the deal but She's... she wants to go to the eagles singing the darn tickets are two thousand dollars a piece Holy crime. Well, you eagles? like like you said that you Trump spilled change. that you spilled that at the bar last night. Give me a break. <laughs> I don't want to you. It's in your shoe. <laughs> I don't want to see the Eagles because there is always going to be some preppers that'll stand up in front of me. Yeah. 
and all won't night, sit down yeah, all night. Yeah, all <laughs> night. And and the last time we saw them, it was in Orlando. It was Jimmy Buffett, and uh, and the Eagles, and so everything was fine until the Eagles started playing, and and then this uh, this jerk in front of me stood up. <laughs> And and I said, excuse me, sir, are you going to stand up for the whole, for the whole country? Yeah, yeah, I am. What, uh -huh. do you, what of it? Uh, Jeez. And and that yeah, why why in the hell do people have to stand up through a whole concert? Well, nobody's ever been able to explain that yeah, to me. It's, it's silly. But the bottom line is, Neil, you got to do what the lady wants. You got to. I you can know. explain it. Yeah. Uh, Flounder's well, got the, the explanation the, oh, right here. With the, with the younger generation, they want to get up and they want to dance and kind of just have fun to the music. So a lot of the concerts I go to, a good portion of the crowd does stand up. Well, how about a little respect for the people that are seated behind you? Yeah, that'll be the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a rock concert a rock crowd. Concert. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> I, I went to a Jimmy Buffett concert with my brother's first birthday celebration was many years ago. And I tell you what, there wasn't a lot of sitting down unless you were passing out. So, uh, was he barefooted? <laughs> nope. Uh, I don't. But you know, I don't remember. I don't think so. I think he had on uh, uh, moccasins or some guy. I don't remember. That was a fun. He's usually fun. barefoot on stage. Yeah, yeah he might have been. Yeah, I honestly don't as, remember. As a matter of fact, he's barefooted right now. Oh, oh, really? oh, well, of course, because uh, yeah, I bear everything else Ooh. right now. That's cold, Neil. That's cold, man. <laughs> hey, I, I got to tell I saw the Eagles in 1980 at the Omni in their first farewell tour, yeah. and they were horrible. Uh, Joe Walsh is great, but the rest of them were just horrible. They were? I, 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 that was 1980. I told, I've said this before in my show, uh, Neil, with Pete Minosis, I saw the Beach Boys live in uh, like 1980 or something in Chicago to celebrate Navy Pier's anniversary or something, and they were horrible. Couldn't keep a tune. I mean, they were off key, and it was. I might have seen that same concert. <laughs> I might have seen that same concert at the Omni, and I thought it was great. Huh? Well, well, they uh, played two uh, or three shows, so. Who knows which yeah. one we went? Well, through. take her. You got to take the wife. If she wants to go, you take her. That's all. I know. She I went, know. She's the one. You know, she who must be obeyed. Come on, I, I heard. I heard just say that in 1975 or something. So yeah, but now she's the queen. <laughs> well, I know that too. But still, she who must be obeyed is uh, probably the best way to. Y'all well, remember that, the proper that, answer is yes, dear. Right again, my darling. <laughs> Whatever well, you say, yeah, that sweetie. Is, that, <laughs> that is uh, that is the secret to a long term marriage. Yeah, uh, is, not uh, that I would know. Uh, by the way, yeah. let me ask you. Uh, I, the other day, you mentioned. Uh, that you, that you were talking about your uh, golfing entry into the Cherokee Town Club. Oh yeah, and uh, we have something in common. They blackballed me too. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah. <laughs> Did they accept your application and the application fee? Well, no. Actually, I didn't even get that far because <laughs> all my—I was living in Brookhaven at the time, and all my neighbors were all members of the Capital City Club, and there were a bunch of people with the Cherokee Town Club, and we went there for dinner one night. And I'll make this short because this is your time, not mine. Went to dinner one night with a guy, uh, with a, a really nice guy and his wife. And, and that's when I, I discovered, I don't, I'm not a wine drinker, but they served a white wine, which I thought was wonderful. And uh, just for back note. And then uh, the guy says, remember Cherokee? says, oh, we're going to put you up for membership. And a bunch of them did. And then all of a sudden I started commenting during politics about a certain uh, state official who should have been elected governor, but got caught uh, living a double life where he had a mistress for like 20 years. And, and I was 
criticizing the hell out of him. And he and all of his friends said, well, there goes your chance of getting into the church, the town club. And I also, my second mistake was about the same time I made a, a nasty remark about the horrible meal I had at... Um, um, oh, oh, <laughs> the most famous restaurant in town where they're known for their greasy fries uh, down at Georgia Tech. Uh, varsity. The Varsity. Yeah, I mean, I had a yep. horrible meal at the Varsity and mentioned on the radio and said, well, there goes your chance again. So before yeah, I was ready to get my uh, send me the stuff to fill out the thing, and he said, no, this is not going to work. We can't really well, use it. Well, how do you know all. you're having a horrible meal at the Varsity? <laughs> Compared to what? <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, I couldn't eat the, fr- the, the onion. The onion rings were so greasy, we couldn't get them out of the bag. Or the, <laughs> your your point? <laughs> well, I went the other direction. One of my sponsors at Cherokee was the president of, uh, of Waffle House. Oh, really? Oh, that would yeah. be a good one there. <laughs> no, it didn't work out that way. Really? What, you said something bad and about the other one, smothered and covered or something? <laughs> and another one was an official with the Georgia Democrat Party. I'll be darned. Well, I can understand yeah. that one. <laughs> anyway, no, I, I mean, he sponsored me for membership. Wow. So what was their breaking point? I don't know. Uh, yeah, Don and I went to the requisite dinner at the town club yeah. uh, with two members of the uh, of the committee, and after that dinner, uh, we never heard from them again. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't help it. I can't help it if if they fed me something that just caused uncontrollable canvas tearing belching. <laughs> that might have been an issue. Who knows? Anyways, so, well, so what well, else is, I, I what joined. Else? I joined Ansley, which I think is better than. I Jeremy. heard you, the little nine hole course over at Ansley. Uh, Louis Grizzard talked about it all the time. Was always out there hanging around, and that had. I never. I've, I've been there. I never. I never joined or anything. I didn't live in the area, but it, I'll bet that was a fun place to be. I bet the people. Well, it was a fun place to be. I did see Louis, Louis Grizzard there, and he said, Ports, how the hell did you get in this club? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, well, years after he died, uh, Pete, you may remember this, but we're at the other radio station when we came back to work, and his uh, widow came was in town doing something, and and I asked I, I asked her guy if she could be on my show, and he said, sure, brought her in. Man, was she a knockout. Holy yeah. cow. And built? Oh, I couldn't take my eyes off her, and I told her, I said, man, you were just a dish. I mean, you are just... And she wore her oink. red dress to the funeral, like she said she oink, was going to do. Oink, uh, well, oink, oink. Oh, oink. really? Well, maybe oink. now, but many years, a few years ago, man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> oink, oink. Well, anyway, it was a lot of fun. You know, Lewis, remember well, Lewis. I loved, I love Lewis Grizzard. Yeah, I'm not feeling so good myself. <laughs> not, yeah, not, not many. By what do you make over the fact that after Iran, obviously behind this drone attack yeah. that killed three Georgia soldiers, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that he all he's done is run his mouth so far, as far as we know. He hasn't done a damn thing to retaliate. All he does is talk about it. Well, that's our administration. I mean, it started with the Afghan withdrawal, and it's and it's and nothing's changed. I mean, they're they're at least they're consistent with their cowardice or their lack of uh, God expertise. Or and it's like they've never planned for anything. I I, I can't imagine if you're president of the United States, I would think the first thing you do when you get into office is say, okay, get all my staff together. All right, folks, I need a plan to come up with everything that might happen to us in the next four years. 
If there's a nuclear war, if someone attacks Guam, I mean, all the things that could happen. What do we do? What do we have? What's our what are our options? Wouldn't you have that in your pocket? Wouldn't you not? I mean, I mean you'd have every possible scenario. This can't be a surprise. This can't be like, oh, geez, what do we do now? Well, maybe it is, and that's the problem. It's horrible. Well, remember, it's, it's, it's unconscionable. Remember, Biden is a stalking horse. Yeah, right. For Obama. Yeah, Obama. This is Obama's third yeah. uh, third term. And uh, by, it's gotten a little out of control for Obama because suddenly uh, Biden actually thought that he was in charge of something. So he's trying to act like that now, much yeah. to the consternation of Obama. Uh, but, but can you people believe that the way things are going, there's an excellent chance that Kamala... Uh, Harris is going to be the president yeah. of the United I, States yeah, at some time. You're right. I, I, they were talking about a poll today uh, that Trump is still leading, but he's you know leading by three or four in a, in most states. Uh, eight in Georgia, but still, if he's leading by three or four, that's meaningless. Hillary was Rodham P. Sticky Fart Cabbage was leading you know ninety two to eight, uh, but you know before the election. So the polls, uh, I mean, uh, it's possible he, the freaking team could win. I still think they're going to throw him down the stairs, or he's going to fall in the shower. I can't believe they're going to put him on the ticket. I think something's going to happen. Well, they'll have to have an open convention this summer, saying let's get all of our candidates together and come up with a good ticket folks what do you want to do i can't believe okay, who steps in then i don't well I, everybody's talking about the idiot the worst governor in america newsom in california whose wife was one of the sodomy queens of harvey rapestein so she could get her career going i'd just like to have her as a first lady holy crap well, uh, <laughs> well you know it, it it might be her uh, but also Michelle. Big Mike. Ma Michelle, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and they share her name keeps coming up. And by the way, Neil, what do you think about this? You're more of a political uh, analyst than I am by a mile. Not anymore. Well, it can't, the, 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 when she was just recently on all the media talk show places saying our democracy is in danger and we need to do something, she was not selling a book. She was not uh, active. She was not uh, opening up a new society. She was, in other words, she wasn't promoting anything other than saying what she felt about the election and the state of our country, which means a whole lot different than if she was just on somebody's show to talk about a new record she made. You know what I mean? It, so she's getting too into bad. it. Yeah. Too bad there's not somebody walking around that would look at her and say, wait, 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 wait a minute. Where in the world did you get the idea that we were a democracy? Our founding yeah. fathers hated the yeah. idea of democracy. Yeah. Exactly opposite. And then let her, yeah. let her deal with that one for a while. Yeah. Uh, and again, and by the way, I mean, I, I still, I still can't believe that she is as popular as people think. She was the, she was the biggest bitch of the White House. She was the worst first lady, the most nasty, um, evil first lady, entitled, uh, I mean, pretentious, the, a first lady we've ever had. Horrible. The way she treated Melania Trump and every Republican, and she said, finally, she said, well, finally, I'm proud of my country. I mean, this woman has been wrong Kimmer. on everything, and they still freaking Kim love Kimmer. her. Yeah, Kimmer. I know. <laughs> Show some respect. It's Black History Month. <laughs> it's Black History Month. Well, Neil, I'm glad you mentioned that because I, you know, we want to salute people. Uh, in fact, uh, I, I <laughs> hold on a second here. I have a salute today. In fact, uh, from uh, Tyrone Claiborne, in honor of Black History Month, Tyrone Claiborne was the first person to, re to refer to somebody as a play cousin. So again, these are the kinds of things that we want to uh, give special tribute in Black History Month to salute the things. That we need to keep, uh, keep track of. So there, we're doing what that the through the hell day. is a play cousin? <laughs> I, I Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
no Once again, I'm that. trying to bring us all in together. I'm sharing some of the phrases of our, our friends in the uh, uh, African-American well, okay, community. So, you know. Is a play cousin necessarily of the opposite? That's Sex not no, no not gender? necessarily. It's like a, it's like a Big Daddy Ray Ray. It could be you know someone, a family friend that they uh, you know entertain and stuff. Oh, keep be... digging. <laughs> wow, be a lot of <laughs> I had a play cousin in Texas, and then her mother caught us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to love it, uh, Neil. <laughs> Do you miss being on all the time? I, I bet you don't. No. I bet you miss being in the radio, but I bet you don't miss being on every day. But hell uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> hell no. I wish I could uh, miss it. <laughs> I, I got to bring this up with. Do you have any restaurants around Atlanta that are using these robots? Uh, not that I know of. Pete, have you heard of any? Well, serving I've got your one food up here in Blue Ridge. There's one in Blue Ridge that has one. No kidding. Bringing your food to you? And it, there, yeah. The, wow. Y- yeah, yeah. Uh, what it, color is it? It's kind of a white type of thing, you know, like uh, the, it, is it like go, a Roger. box? I mean, there you go. Is it a is it a rolling thing like a big box with an arm on it, or is, is well, it, it has a face on it and it blinks at you and it smiles and all that kind oh of stuff. Oh my God! Well, <laughs> take some video, send but it there, to us. I've never seen it. There's great distress out there because most of these robots are white. Well, there you are. Racism, robot racism, you know, we got to put an end to it. Clearly. Well, I'm look, look, this is easily solved. All right. <laughs> uh uh Super glue some braids to the top of the robot. <laughs> Big afro or something. And then you know? and, yeah, and and then uh you know, then then use Parts from an inflatable Judy doll and give it a large, large rear end. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, uh, the only trouble there is it have trouble getting down the aisles. But anyway, uh, that might... Have a couple in a burka. I mean, you just do it all. You have diversity, baby. Diversity. Can carry two trays at <laughs> yeah, the same that... time. <laughs> oh, mercy. Uh, here the I think I'll go... Not... What's that? <laughs> I'm going to go to the hot tub downstairs and uh, look at the... Look at the uh, guys in their banana hammocks. Slog hammers. <laughs> <laughs> well, Neil, uh, say uh, say hi to the to your sweet bride and tell her she's going to go to the concert with you and uh, and have a great time. And again, we'll talk uh, next week. Anytime you're available, uh, you call us and uh, we're here for you. Anytime you want. I don't have any friends. What else am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you and I have a lot more in common than I thought. <laughs> oh yeah. Four thirty one. Neil, thank you, Neil Bortz, and uh, I'll be good. Always a pleasure. Except for five, my friend. 431 with Neil Bortz and the Kimmer and Pete and Flounder right here. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. 
So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com.